up your spine, you'll get your ass moving somewhere burning daylight. Welcome to Burning Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, Daylight Burners. Uh, Welcome back once again. Uh, We got a special guest to the show. She's she's a little shy, but... uh, not when you put her on a bucking horse. She'll uh she'll go ahead and stick one right in the neck. And uh and some of the fellas will say she looks good doing it. So Brittany Miller, how the hell are you tonight? I'm good. <laughs> um you're you're uh you're up in Montana. Are you is that where you're from originally or where 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 the hell are you from? Um I I don't know how to I'm not really from one place. Um, was born in California and then lived in Missouri for a while. And I've been in Montana for 12 years now. Missouri, huh? Yeah. Like like backwoods, Missouri or, uh, west of St. Louis. Okay. Okay. So that's like central Missouri then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know much about that part of the world, but, and then, uh, and then back to Wyoming, no, haven't been to, never lived in Wyoming. Oh, okay. Um, uh, back to my, uh, so that, not, but you're now in Montana. How long yeah, you been, been up Mon- there? 12 years. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what brought you to Montana? I came out here for college and just never went back. <laughs> okay. Uh, where, whereabouts for college? Uh, I went to college in Dillon. And okay. did the horsemanship program there. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh is that when you started getting on Bronx or did you get on there uh before those? Uh I got on Bronx uh my junior year of college. So I was about halfway done and um actually my first Bucking Horse was actually an all women's event. Um so I entered they had a women's ranch Bronx a memorial rodeo for a gal that passed away in Idaho and so that was actually my first one was competing against women. Oh, okay. Did you win it? Yep, I did. I actually won my first one and that's no shit. fire. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's what did it. Did you get a uh did you get a buckle and everything? Uh no, that one didn't have a buckle, no. Just money. Oh, well, I mean Money's almost as good as a buckle. You just can't show it off later. That that shit yeah. disappears pretty quick. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that uh, and was it ranch bronc? I, I like if I remember right, you said you've never actually done saddle bronc. You've just always been ranch bronc. Yep just just strictly ranch bronc riding. Well, it's more practical than uh <laughs> yeah. than than saddle bronc. Um. I saddle bronc looks. I mean that that's the prettiest event in in all of sports. I think uh, like rodeo or otherwise. I th- I think uh, I think saddle bronc's the the prettiest event. But if I had to go watch something, I'd I'd rather go watch a ranch bronc because it's uh it, yeah they're uh, uh, they're just regular folks doing it. Yeah, and I, I think it's a 
I think it's a little bit better. Like saddle bronc is the modified ranch bronc riding, and so it's it's the art form. Yeah, it's the modern day bronc riding, and it's. I mean, it, it's at such an elite level anymore with you know the PRCA and NFR and sh- stuff like that. But if you want, uh, yeah, it 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 went from being cowboy shit to being a the, sport. You know, the pro it, into yeah, and it so, um, but ranch bronc riding is wild and you know pretty well anyone can do it yeah Uh, so that's kind of what makes it fun everyone's got their own style yeah yeah for sure so um when when you were in missouri um like did you did you grow up around horses and cattle or 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 Um, i I know because missouri is a big cow state but it's they're all like little bitty herds it seems like yeah, they're they're kind of a smaller ranch state. Um, it's more agricultural and farming than anything. But um, I didn't really grow up around horses. I suppose I had to go out and learn. And mm. I used to clean a forty stall barn in exchange for an hour lesson to learn how to ride a horse. So um, looking back at it, it was kind of some slave labor there, but. Um, Man, yeah, that's, that's how that's, that's most how agriculture, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's how dedicated I was to being around horses. I would um, take the bus home after school and not do homework, just to go clean stalls and ride a horse or a mule for a couple hours and then go home. Yeah, I I see. And so, so then you went off to college, and this was a and there was a horsemanship. So that that'd be like uh, Lamar Community College, kind of the same type of program. Um, is is that a horse uh, training program, or, or or what? What was that? So Dylan is actually solely, I'm pretty sure, still and uniquely, um, it's a hands on college, and so uh, they, that's where they kind of really pride themselves on it is the hands on experience you can get there, but. The horsemanship is, uh, so horsemanship is the art of riding a horse, right? It's, it's based Mm. on communication and body language and understanding a horse's psychology. And so as far as I know, still it's been, I mean, I graduated in 15. It's not like it's been that long, but, um, Dylan's the only one that offers this kind of a program. Uh, as far as I know. And and it's a horse horsemanship is, is the name of the, the degree. Yeah, natural horsemanship, so you can get your okay. associate oh, okay. or your bachelor in it, and um, oh, you can have, get a bachelor in it, huh? Yeah, there, it's a yeah four year program, and um, and they've changed a lot of their classes, and they've added a lot of really cool classes that I kind of want to go back to college just to take because um, it was still fairly new when I went, and now they've they've done so much restructuring and added lo- tons of courses and really fun really fun deals to it since then, but I've been out of touch for a while. I see. And I, I know it's improper to, to ask a lady your age, but we already talked about your weight beforehand. So how <laughs> old are you? I'm 30. 30. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you've been out of college for a little bit and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's amazing how much college changes once you get out. Like you really like every, it's all like the same thing while you're in. And it seems like, and then like once you leave, it's just like, I don't remember yeah, any like of this I shit left, being it, here. It got better. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I'm well do all these classes now. <laughs> maybe for you, uh, 
like uh Colorado State just got worse. Like it just turned oh. way more hippie. Um Yeah, I like, haven't really been around Dylan a while. Yeah, like the the uh there 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 was some cool stuff that happened at the ag college there at CSU, but for the most part it just yeah, it got like really, really hippie-ish. Mm. Um but so did you do uh the two year or the four year degree or, or did you I have finish? a bachelor? I did the four year and I have a oh, minor okay. in psychology. Does Pat Pirelli sign off on on the natural <laughs> no. horsemanship degree? No? Damn no. it. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't You could do... probably sell that for some money if he did. <laughs> none none of the time that I've spent there we ever talked about Pat Pirelli, not even as an example for something else we were talking about. I um, I would met imagine not. I just yeah. Yeah. That, like that for whatever reason he is he's like glommed onto that term natural horse. And don't get me wrong, yeah. Paparelli's a fucking hand. That that guy can ride a horse, but he's an even better marker than he is a a horseman, you know. <laughs> he he's just yeah. a, he's a marketer deluxe, but Yeah, they they kind of figured that out in that era, yeah, cuz and then Buck Brandon was kind of a part of it too and that started mm-hmm. taking off and and whatnot and the I and like I said, I don't know what it like it is now, but when I went to college there it was um Buck and um Jill Walter and Ray Hunt and Tom Dorrance and so they kinda they kinda followed that those methods and um and, and teach kind of under their ways, I suppose, if they had to pick pick a name for it. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah and some old school horsemen. Well, and and I mean that's those are good guys to follow. I mean Ray Hunt and and you know, Buck Brandon's also a very good marketer, but he's once again he's a very very good horseman. Like that that guy knows what he's doing. And like same way with Pirelli. Like I, I I won't ever talk bad about the guy as as a horseman. Um, it's just it's always his disciples that 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 get me. You know, like the yeah the like 45 year old lady that that weighs about 400 pounds and uh has a six-year-old unstarted untouched mustang that she's gonna make her forever horse you know yeah yeah the the amount of crazies that come out of that yeah can't can't help it it's gonna happen yeah (laughs) because because everything the the trainer is saying like if you can actually ride it and 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 know know how to be around the horse like what they're saying makes a lot of sense but mm-hmm. yeah then there's yeah like i said there's there's karen on the side that that'll uh yeah you try to do good and there's always a crazy out there that'll take it to the extreme oh yeah i uh i i got a a message from uh from the, the animal services today because i've got a 30 year old mare that it's kind of a pasture ornament and she's got an old hip injury. So like she picks up her, her hind leg and does the little, like it, she looks like she's string halted kind of, Oh yeah. But she, it's just an old roping injury. And, uh, and she's like literally like 30. So it's yeah. been a rough winter. And I was like, ah, she's fine. I promise you. Like if she was, if she was not good to go, I would have shot her already, but <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's fine. <laughs> you know, but so, some, some uh, little old lady's like that horse looks skinny. And like, yeah, she is because she's old. Yeah, they're, not, <laughs> she, they're not supposed to be old. fat when they're, you know, that old. Yeah, well, and especially winter. I mean, like, yeah, man, 
Like uh, humans are the only people that that gain or the only animals that gain weight during the winter. Like everybody else, uh, every every other animal gets skinny because it's it's tough living. You know, we we right. just we've learned how to stockpile food, so we we, we yeah. can gain weight in the winter. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you ladies aren't supposed to, but I I pack on some winter pounds. Um, that's how i am in the winter and then i'll lose it in the summer because i rodeo so much yeah exactly and i didn't i didn't ask that about for all you ladies out there i didn't ask that she she offered it on her own okay (laughs) (laughs) um so so growing up in missouri like uh i i would imagine you you had like a little like a trail saddle to start with if you, if you weren't uh, involved in the cow calf business or, or in, in the cattle business. I, I didn't own a saddle. I just borrowed everything. Oh, okay. And so, so you I rode bought. everything, huh? Yeah. I started out in English and rode Western on some, just some cheap saddles that the gal had there. And I didn't buy my first one until I moved out to Montana. So everything that I am now is, is, things that I taught or worked hard to get. How's, uh, how's the English riding? I, I bet that's where you built your balance. Yeah. And I probably should go back to it. <laughs> I keep um, thinking I should, I should uh, buy an English saddle and try riding it around one day because it's pretty weird. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. You know, it looks gayer than shit, but then like, <laughs> if you actually get past how weird it looks and you watch them move and you're like, man, they're strong in their like from from their hips up. They're strong like that. That that takes uh, and especially if you watch uh, one of those horses bust in two and you don't have anything in front of you. You just got to ride. Yeah, that's it, it. Takes an incredible amount of physical discipline to ride an English saddle and ride it well. Yeah, I have so much respect for uh anyone i see on social media riding riding horses in english or even competing in english saddles that's that's a whole world that i could never be in no i would need a whole nother life life to just to get involved in that world yeah so i I was uh i was talking to tommy cassell um here earlier today and he does a lot of the like the fox hunter stuff and then my my oldest sister does hunter jumper stuff and i will never not make fun of them for the stupid breeches that they have to wear um (laughs) but they they can definitely ride but we do we make it look cooler than they do like uh you, you get a it doesn't matter if you're riding a weight or swell fork or whatever if you got silver or not if uh, if you're riding a cowboy saddle compared to an English saddle, you're gonna look way cooler, especially like a good built uh, Western saddle. Like like I said, doesn't matter what what the the swells are. If it's uh, if the weight or swell fork, it, it's gonna look better than that English. I'm I'm just glad we don't wear tight clothes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tight enough to where they don't hang on in anything, but yeah, uh, not 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 the britches type deal like that's mm-hmm. mm. and i mean i don't know about you ladies but i i i could probably use the padded butt but i don't um but i don't want it like i don't i don't have much of an ass so like i could probably use the <laughs> extra padding back there but 
It would look it looked weird. It looked, it I'm looked not like physically Joe, Joe... confident enough to wear that. Any of it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. I, I'm. I don't know. Shit. Like, uh, you, you see little old grandmas, like, well, like little old grandmas and big old grandmas wearing leggings nowadays. So I, I feel, I feel like it's just one, one. The next step is they're all gonna be wearing riding pants. Oh man. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't even want to picture that or go there. You don't have to. You just gotta search it on Google, and I guarantee you, it's already up there. Hmm. I I'm well. I don't guarantee, but I would bet good money <laughs> that it's already. On. I haven't I haven't searched it, but I I just just from real life experience, I've seen some some big old grandmas that should not be wearing leggings that are definitely wearing leggings, and you're just like, oh no, don't. I live in town, and I don't even see that stuff, so I I don't oh. know. <laughs> oh man, uh, well can count yourself lucky it's like uh, a muumu is way better than than leggings when 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 they get to that that big and that old <laughs> it's like wear a muumu that 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 I at least know, you don't, I don't have even to know what that is i don't know what you're talking about it's like those big big saggy dresses oh, that okay. don't show any shape at all yeah like that huh. that's just a better option when when you're when you're that big and old you know when they're when they're four foot tall and also four foot wide mm. Yeah, yeah, the the good ones, you know. Huh. <laughs> I don't know how we got off on that that topic, but uh. <laughs> so you you uh you you go out and you you win your first uh ranch bronc ride, and then you're hooked, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so then, so where where'd you go from there? Like how how did you go about starting this whole deal that now is Brittany Miller? I, so after that first one, you know, you want to do it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so uh, a lot of, I get a lot of questions about, Oh, how'd you get started? And I got started, not the best way, you know, theoretically you would go to schools and learn how to do it and practice and then start entering novice rodeos you know open rodeos amateur level and then you kind of start advancing right that's how a smart well that's how they do it that's how they do it nowadays but like (laughs) not that many would do it but not that many years ago that wasn't an option so yeah you you kind of did did the old school way huh wasn't heard of and so there might have been there was like five women in the entire western states that i knew of from social media that rode or got on at least one ranch bronc. And so I honestly, Facebook has been the absolute best resource to use. Facebook is the Google for finding rodeos. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you click a ranch bronc riding or ranch rodeos and I entered literally everything I could find. Didn't know the horses that were too much for me to, you know, I did not think about that. It was just a ranch bronc rodeo it was open i could enter it i called and i could enter but if i had a dollar for every time i got asked if who i was calling in for you know (laughs) i would wouldn't need to pay entry fees for a while but so and i got i bucked off like 20 head before i ever covered one again so but i just kept going and that's that's pretty well it had to 
I figured it out as I went. Only, only now do I understand that you probably shouldn't just enter every damn thing you see because <laughs> some of them horses are a bit much for you. And there are, there is such thing as a too much caliber of a horse. So you got to know your contractors and know the level of horse horses that they buck at these rodeos, whether they, they fit where you're at as a rider. So now I understand how to do it the smart way, <laughs> but yeah. Well, my passion and, got a hold oh. and I was a bit too greedy, but mm. it worked out. Well, you know, there's uh there's this big move nowadays where like, where like women can do anything that men can do. And I, and I think yeah. for, for certain women, that's, that's true. But like we, we were talking earlier and you, you were saying like, you're a big girl. Like how tall are you? I'm almost six foot tall. Okay. So yeah, yeah. You're, you're like an Amazon woman. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I mean that like, uh, respectfully, you know, like I, I yeah. you, you're, you're, you're taller than I am. And, uh, there's some, and just like there's some men, but there, there's a lot of women that just have no business getting on a bucking horse. And yeah. I, I, I think I, I always, I always, you know, I always kind of, you know, give that that accept you know like there's a few women that can really ride ride a bucking horse and i've seen a few and you're one of them and that like that there but there's they're really few and far between i've seen a lot of women get on a bucking horse mm -hmm. uh on on social media and 95 percent of the time it turns out really bad like I, i've seen yeah I've seen some wrecks on on Facebook, and but same way with dudes. But you don't have the same sort of like, oh God, with with a guy. Like you right, don't you don't have they that just handle it. Yeah, well, even if they get if they get hurt just the same as a lady, like you don't have the same like shock value, I guess. And, yeah, uh, it's and it's all that's always going to be there. That's just how it's been for hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. and I, um. I noticed that too with a lot of women and, and, and I try, I try my best to, you know, if they message me or I'll try to message them and, you know, give advice, but there's only so much you can do through text message. You know, it's the rest of it either needs to be taught or, um, or something They're like there, there's this missing link with women in rodeo. Um, and I actually, did something about that um a couple weeks ago yeah well and is is this your is this your school that you're doing yeah so i started um kind of kind of a, a school but i i threw a business name onto it and so um because over the last so i've been riding ranch bronx for eight years uh, or nine this is nine years this year and when I started, like I said, there was like five women that got on a ranch bronc or however. And um, so it was still pretty new concept when I started in 14. And now to date, I could count probably over 100 who have yeah. been on a ranch bronc or who have been on 10, 15, 20 broncs and still want to do it. But, you know, they get hurt or something happened and you get married, have kids yada 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 and so um there's this incredible demand for women to wanting to learn rough stock like not bull riding but you know they don't want to rope they don't want to barrel race but they want to do something it's 
Saddle Bronx, like you said, kind of the elite in the rough in the bronc riding mm. world. Ranch Bronx are the gateway um, into rough stock, and so well, and that's the most cowboy sport there is. Is the and, Ranch Bronx? Yeah, and it's traditional. It's original. It's wild. It's it's just really cool because. I mean, I'd like to say anyone can do it, but they really can't. Not anyone can just ride a ranch bronc. No. Right? Anyone can get on a ranch bronc, but it takes some skill and some talent and some passion to actually oh, ride for sure. ranch broncs. And so, and not be afraid to hit the ground. That like that yeah, that was me. Like I've rode a lot of colts and uh and I'm I'm sticky enough to where I can get them circling a little bit. Um, but I don't like to hit the ground and Unless you got a, a really good pickup, man. If you're if you're riding saddle bronc, ranch bronc, you know, you're hitting the ground at some point. And I I, yeah. I just really don't I don't like that. I don't mind riding the bucking horse, and I, and I like I'm confident enough that most of them I can stay in the middle to get their head snatched around. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah whether that's three seconds or eight seconds, I don't know. But it all seems like a lifetime when you're on there. Yeah. <laughs> And then hitting the ground is is fifty percent of it too. Like if you yeah, you can't go get on a ranch brook and be afraid to hit the ground. Like it's oh. there. You're either gonna ride or you're not. And so learning That's how one... to ride is also learning how to take a hit. And so yeah. if you're not physically able to take hits and you know hit the ground and and get up and go behind the shoots and then cry then. You know, then it's that's a whole nother topic, but now, you gotta Brittany, be able to take hits. We we are a politically correct show here, and I don't wanna give women advice on how to take a hit, okay? We're we're <laughs> very politically correct. Um I'm just I'm teasing. Uh that that's one thing I've noticed uh, on a lot of like like I was saying, like the women that have no business being on a horse or on a bucking horse is the dismount. Like everybody gets ragdolled, but it's yeah. It just some of them like when you see them just land like spread yeah. eagle and you're like oh and, that, and that's something that I I teach in my schools too. It's not just about riding; it's about what you do after you ride. Because riding the shoulder. range is easy. It's eight seconds. That's you get to show off, have fun, and just and just you know that's that's all the easy work. What's hard is you know you didn't quite make the picket man. You hit the ground. You need to get up it don't matter if you're winded or not you gotta get up and go behind the shoots because being a being a woman makes it that much harder too because you can't oh yeah you can't well everybody expects you to cry too because then they're like oh well that's why you shouldn't ride and or you know they always there's always they focus on that one bad thing you could do a hundred things right but you mess up one time and that's all people remember you for so being a woman puts puts that kind of a standard on you, but it's not, I don't know. It is what it is. I don't really think or care much of it. It's how the world is. Yeah. Um, how it was in the 1900s, too. Well, like back worse. then, you just, you, you rode or, yeah, like. Yeah, it was it was it was a little bit different back then. Like you you <laughs> had to ride. The, the, yeah. the gender roles played about ninety percent. Well, you were basically property a so, uh, hundred years yeah. ago. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, a little different now. I say hundred and twenty years ago. I guess, uh, yeah, you were you were essentially just property back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
it's yeah it's it's uh it's a different thing when like when you're getting on a bucking horse like 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 a sure enough bucking horse like that's a that's a different deal than getting on a, a snorty colt like i've had yeah. some <clears throat> i've had some colts that can sure enough buck but most of the time they had a bit in their mouth too so like that yeah. that's a whole different deal <clears throat> um but like when you're when you're when you're you're getting down in the chute and like that horse has a flank strap. There's only one thing he's supposed to do is get out there and buck. That's mm-hmm. a little different story. And <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Like you better you better have your wits about you. I'd I'd rather <coughs> and there there's a lot of similarities between a colt bucking and a round pen and, and a bucking horse, right? But I'd almost I'd almost rather take the bucking horse because I know what they're gonna do. They're gonna buck mm-hmm. and they're gonna quit. Versus uh, because they're that's they're trained to do it. That's they have a routine, they have a pattern, they have mm. a certain way that they like to buck. Versus a colt and a round pin, who you don't know yet, <laughs> and he knows what he's going to do before you do. Mm-hmm. And usually, they throw a little more heart and try into it than a than a bucking horse in a shoot because that's you know that's his job. That's what he does, and so he goes out. He can half-ass it, and it'll still be all right. But a colt. Um, trying to ride a colt and a round pin first couple rides, whatever, and he's blowing up. They they're a little more unpredictable because you don't know what they're going to do. And so I don't. I'd rather take the buck horse in the shoot all day long. Hey, look, I know you're you're enjoying this show that we're you know that we're balls deep in here, but I got to pay some bills around here. And this company, Bubs Naturals, they are helping me do so. And they also sell a lot of good stuff. So you go to bubsnaturals.com. It's named after Glenn Bub Doherty, uh, who was a he was a special operator, CIA guy. Uh, was one of the one of the guys that was killed in, during the Benghazi raid. Uh, his best friend started up this company, kind of in honor of him. They're both uh, <coughs> very active guys, and they wanted just good, clean supplements, and that's what these are. Uh, I take the the collagen in my coffee, along with MCT oil. It's a powder, uh, kind of very very slightly sweet, um, like very faint sweet taste to it, but also got a kind of a creamy texture. It's good stuff. They also have coffee now. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, might have to. And um, looks like maybe they got some uh, some like Gatorade type mix, but. Uh, it's all it's all good clean stuff. Uh, apple cider vinegar gummies, which are awesome. Apple cider vinegar is great for you. Uh, collagen supposed to uh, what? What do they say on this? Let's let's take a look. Um, it fuels the body while replenishing with replenishing amino acids that turn back the clock on an aging. Um, and it's uh, it's supposed to be good for your skin and your joints and uh, your hair, your nails, all. All the good stuff. Um, it's, yeah, just a scoop in your coffee. It's flavorless. Don't taste it at all. And uh, and it's just uh, it's good for inflammation and all sorts of good stuff. Um, all in all, these guys pay me pretty well when you guys buy stuff. So please do, and I, I highly recommend their products. Uh, I Like I said, I, I take them every day. Got this stuff on order. Um, got this stuff on order and, uh, and the gummies I've got coming every, every couple of weeks, uh, help me, 
kind of stay halfway young. I know my hair doesn't look it, but I'm I'm not that old yet. So, and I want to be able to to wrestle around with my kids and beat them for a long time yet. So, um, like I want to dominate them so they know that I'm I'm the alpha. And uh, so I'm doing all all I can to <coughs> to kind of help <coughs> stay one step ahead of those little fuckers. And Bub's Naturals uh, does it for me. <coughs> helps helps get me there. So. Anyways, go to bubsnaturals.com, use the promo code BURNINDAYLIGHT, that's all one word, uh, you'll get 20% off uh, your order, and I will get a commission on that, so uh, thanks to Bubs Naturals, go check out their stuff, I think you'll like it, and uh, I know I do, so uh, bubsnaturals.com, promo code BURNINDAYLIGHT for 20%, now we can go ahead, get back in to the show. Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup was like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your your podcast there, and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's uh, that that is true. Um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify, and, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started if you if you have ever thought about starting a podcast. This is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <coughs> Best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast, or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify Podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to Spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Well, a, a nasty bucking horse is going to sunfish a little bit and spin and and big drop or whatever. Like, but you know what's mm -hmm. nasty about him? 
a nasty yep. cult might re- reach back and just grab a hold of your leg. You know, mm-hmm. like, like the, that that horse don't know anything. Like, you're, he just knows you're not supposed to be on his back, and yeah. uh, and so like yeah, like you said, it's a it's a whole different different game. It's, but particularly with those like the the rodeo buck and stock, where like you got you got analytics on them. You know, like you know what they're supposed to do, and and you yeah, fifty percent of the time they're gonna, or you know, seventy percent of the time they're gonna do this, and that that's a whole different deal. But that that's where where it becomes um, more like a sport too. And, and ranch bronc is really becoming like a, a sport. I, I, w- I really wouldn't be surprised to see it uh, added to, to a lot of PRCA, um, you know, rodeos here in the next, I don't know. I, I wouldn't give a, a time frame, but I, I wouldn't be surprised I'd to see it. 10 years. But yeah. I mean, there's, there's some PRC rodeos that have ranch broncs as, as their filler event, but, not very, not very many of them. No, but I, I, I would would not be surprised to uh, to see it become like a, a PRCA event, just because how different it is too. But like, yeah, it's always you get started on on ranch bronc, and then you move to to, to saddle bronc. Um, but those saddle bronc guys have been riding saddle bronc since they're like ten years old too, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and so like that is it's not it's not so much it's not as cowboy as as ranch bronc you know like yeah it's still it's still cowboy but it's it's a sport it's not a like it's not making a it's not a blue collar living you know saddle yeah. bronc compared compared to ranch bronc you know mm-hmm. it's uh, i don't know if that makes sense it's just like it started out as it's it's still the like the ultimate cowboy sport, but man, it, it's a professional sport anymore. It's 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 so yeah. much so far removed from from the ranch anymore. Well, and that's that's the same with team roping and calf roping. Mm. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's all the it's it's the elite, it's the pro, it's the you know they eliminated all the ifs ands or buts by you know, creating the rules and the times and, um, uh, and say, that's why all like the that. ranch, uh, all your ranch guys and gals would way rather watch a ranch rodeo because it's, yeah, it's and, so, and even then that's not nearly like, like life on a ranch, but it's so much closer than what a, what yeah, a, it's, a PRCA it's rodeo is. Yeah. It, it simulates more, more of an original, what would happen on the ranch than, yeah. Than the pro shows, but the pro shows are great too because that's it, it, the highest level you can ever achieve. Right. Um, yeah, and the, like that's but, that's the best of our best, you know. And like they, yeah, are they a hand most of the time? No, but man, can you can they spur down a bronc? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, they can. I mean, <laughs> like the the NFR this year, like they they put on a show, especially the Canadians really put on a show this year. Yeah. Like they 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 uh, they did good, but. And I, I I would assume a lot of those guys are, are pretty pretty handy on the ranch too, but like that it's just a different deal. It's a mm-hmm. it's a different it's deal. It's a whole different world and and I, I'm constantly having to explain to people the difference between ranch ranch bronc and saddle bronc. And it's it's insane the amount of people that don't understand the difference. They're like, Well, why don't you freehand it? And I'm like, Well, don't you understand that saddle bronc wasn't even a thing back then that it came around because of ranch bronc riding? (laughs) Like, it's not the original bronc riding. It's the modern day bronc riding, which is fine and great, but 
Um, yeah, they didn't have saddle bronc saddles back then. Those were created. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's still even now, like even 2023, I'm still fighting people. On, um, well, and then being a woman on top of it doesn't help either. Like, well, you want to be equal, then why don't you freehand like the guys do? I'm like, because I'm not even in a saddle bronc saddle. That's <laughs> a well, it's a different sport, different events. It's a yeah. whole different style of bronc riding. But well, like the only reason you uh, you don't freehand it is to get style points, and that that's yeah, that's the beauty of of bronc of saddle or ranch bronc. Anyways, is like you know if if as long as you can make it those those first couple jumps, then it's just. It, it's it's game on you you make it yeah. look pretty and if you got yeah. that you know you got that horse i mean you can fan him you can do baby powder whatever you want uh mm. you can't you can't do that in saddle bronc no yeah and saddle that, that, pretty, that's one of the cool limited. things yeah and um and that that's where the cowboy shit comes in because like all right like do something unique if you if you got that horse for three jumps fucking take a shot at him you know and even if you yeah. even if you miss you're gonna look good as you get bucked off over his head you know and then that's yeah <laughs> that's that's one of the cool things about uh about ranch bronc it's is uh i it, it's it's cowboy to the core like uh, that's that's how rodeo started it's like oh that horse is bad all right oh let me show you this guy and yeah. and i can ride him better than you and that that's 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 how rodeo started all right you know, oh, you can rope that guy. I can rope him faster. You know, competition like it's, it's, between it's, ranches. Yeah, and, and it was just, it was just, it's always been just cowboy shit. Just like ah, I can do that mm-hmm. better. It's, it's like, it's like, and like when you're roping, it's like playing horse or something. You know, like all right, thirty foot turnover backhand. Oh fuck, I missed. All right, and the next guy, all he has to do is catch you. Like fuck. All right, well, next time I got you. I'm I'm doing a turnover. Yeah. You know, it's and same way. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna spur him in the neck three times and then fan him. You know, and that that's how that's how rodeo started. Yeah, it, as long as there are humans on this planet, there will always be competition. Everybody's mm. always trying to one up somebody. That's how it is all, right, all the time. So I I I have an idea for a rodeo you're you're already out of competition because you're way too tall you already said you know you're almost six foot midget rodeos on (laughs) clydesdales yeah (laughs) we can either have midget clydesdales or we can have midget humans i don't care either way but a midget has to ride a a clydesdale or a regular sized person has to ride a midget clydesdale that's the (laughs) requirement Yeah, I mean, just if you're a regular sized human, you can't. Mm, I don't know. Nah, maybe we'll just stick to midgets. Just midgets. <laughs> I, I, it might be it might be hard to find enough midget Clydesdales, you know. Um, but anyhow, like you might be the coach for for the for the ranch bronc on on the midget rodeo. Oh god! Because you're the, you're the only only one tall enough to lift them up on the on the horse. Oh so. okay, yeah. um and then then we can we can make we can take all the bets like we'll we'll figure out like there'll be a different bunch of different bets we could take on it like we'll we'll make Mm. money on it don't worry (laughs) you just got to be able to lift a midget yay high oh okay do you think you can do it i hope so (laughs) all right all right well so you're in 
That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. So how how does this uh, this new deal that you've started uh, how how does it work? Where where are you going? Uh, um. Yeah. How how does it work? I, I guess the schools. Um, yes. I am trying to put on two or three, four to six a year and. Um, I'm calling up contractors in different states that I know and building connections and asking about because 50% of the school is having appropriate horses, right? For mm-hmm. women to learn on and not get shit canned, you know, on their very first one. And so I'm um, trying to teach them properly, right? And so rodeos are the battle and you got all this this untrained army that really wants to do it. So they just throw themselves in a battle and they get killed off. And so instead of just providing all these rodeos for these women to come to, um, I'm trying to do the the step before that and teach them how to do this first so that they have the skill set to go off into open rodeos and compete on their own. Because I can't teach grit and passion. That's part of who you are. That's your personality. But so I'm teaching these two-day schools um, they can get on Bronx both days. It's like about nine to six. So it's a pretty full day. And, um, and I've had pretty dang good success with it. I've taught internationally. Um, and I've taught one, uh, I have one in Texas coming up in April. And so that one's full, actually it filled up in two days. So the, the demand is there and I'm working on one in Wyoming and I'm working on one in Washington and I've got another one coming up in Montana. And so, I've got this huge demand, and so I'm just trying to organize it and do everything I can to to teach these girls how to do it properly, and they can go kick ass on their own instead of going to an open rodeo not knowing what to do, how to do it, because 80% of it is, you know, shoot procedure and having the proper gear to ride in and stuff like that. Cause like I said, riding a bronc is, is easy. That's the fun part, but doing your homework is where everyone starts to get lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that, that's one thing, like you're saying, like shoot procedure, like it's, it's one thing to just step on a horse and go. Um, right. Um, but yeah, like rodeo is a whole different deal. Like they, uh, it, it's fast. Like the, the stock contractors, Get on them, get on them. And yeah, even even your guys on the ground too, they'll pull the gate on you if you're not ready or you're dinking around too much or you're wiggling too much in the shoot. Just just nod and go. It should be thirty seconds or less. And I'm I'm guilty of it too. I kind of sometimes I'll take a little bit longer, but um, the shoot procedure though, it's it's and I'm really big on safety, right? And I have no room to talk. I've broke three bones, but. Um, I'm real big on safety as far as being an instructor and being a teacher. I don't want to see no one get hurt because of something that I'm teaching them. Um, and so I'm really big on that. I've never once lost my saddle on a bucket horse. It's never gone over the front of them. I've never lost it at a rodeo. None of that. It's never come loose off of one. And I like to think, you know, I take pride in that. It's been on almost 400 bucket horses and never lost my saddle. So um big pretty, on teaching pretty good them percentage. That. yeah knowing <laughs> teaching them how to feel you know if their saddle's too tight too loose that kind of stuff and the placement of your saddle because 
same thing. Saddle bronc and ranch broncs are not the same thing. You're, you're not meant to poke your broke horse in the eyeball, right? So your saddle does not need to be on their damn withers up their neck because your riggins aren't going to line up with your cinches under that horse. And so that horse will slip out of that saddle every single time. And I've bet money on it every time. And so you have to saddle them like a regular horse. You could probably put it up just a little bit more, but everyone wants to shove it up their neck like a saddle bronc. And it's like, it's not going to work. But so stuff, all those little things that people think that they need to do and it all adds up. So that's um, 80% of what I'll teach at, at these schools. That's awesome. Um, what, what's, uh, what's the saddle you're riding right now? Like, um, what's your go-to Bronx saddle? I ride in Corianis because they're cheap and cheap they are shit. damn sure tough enough to take a beating. And so, um, you know, if a horse does break one, whatever, rolls on it, smashes in the chute, breaks the tree, I'm not out a whole lot of money and I can pretty well easily find another one. But I will not, and I do not encourage anyone to ride Bucking horses with a broken tree. I think that's ignorant and disrespectful as hell to the horse and the contractor who raises that horse um, and makes their living off of that horse. And so um, and I, the, I'm on my second saddle. I, my first one lasted about six years and it finally broke. The cannel broke off of it um, when a horse reared that's, back in the chute and smashed it. So That's good for, for any like production saddle, but Especially yeah. for a, a Corey any that you're that you're riding branch broncs on, that's pretty. That's pretty I, tough. Yeah, that I like got, that like that's a that's a good uh, good little commercial for Corey any right there. Yeah, I got six years and about three hundred horses out of it. So, ain't uh, bad. and I I still have the saddle. It's sitting in the nose of my trailer. Nice. Can't get rid of it. Uh, but, what uh, what kind of are you ride a swell fork or are you a you a wade tree? I, I'm on a slick fork. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you, do yeah, you got I, you got rolls on it or no? No, I I did ride with buck rolls for a long time, and I what what else do they call those bucking rolls? Squat tits, I'm sure. I got her to say squat tits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been uh I've been on this war path about trying to figure out how to move my feet um for years and years and years, and I finally. I finally connected my brain to my feet last year and then I broke my arm <laughs> oh. at that rodeo. And so, All right, now so, been, so what are the other two bones that you broke? Um, I broke my, my collarbone and oh, uh, my that's, ankle. That's a typical bronc rider move. Yeah. Um, yeah. Broke my collarbone, snapped my radius in my forearm and broke the inside of my tibia mm. on my right leg. Okay. Well, yeah, so you've 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 had a you've had a good career there. Uh, it seems like yeah, like, I've that, had that, bad that's... things happen in threes, so I'm done now. I uh, you yes, I think you're I think you're hundred <laughs> no. percent good now. Yeah, I'm done now. <laughs> I done breaking bones. I figured out my feet. Kind of doing pretty good this year, so feel really good well and and you're like nine foot tall so you only got a couple more years before you start to worry about your knees so yeah no i uh i'm pretty good physical wise my my lower back is compressed from having that arch in my back riding bronx for so long but 
that's the only consequence I've I have physically from writing. You know what helps that? Collagen. Oh yeah. <laughs> For real. That it, it yeah. helps your joints. And No, I I do take a joint supplement actually. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, and if you need a you need a discount code, go to bubsnaturals.com. Promo <laughs> code burn daylight, you get 20% off your collagen. It's good stuff. Um Okay, but, that's cool. But that that stuff actually does work. I I've I've used mm -hmm. it for like two months now, and my joints like my my ankles are are like fucked. Uh, <laughs> I I've had uh, so I I've been in the feedlot for coming up on fifteen years, like full time, and uh, like when when your horse goes down in the feedlot, it's it's usually because they step on a piss spot and their their feet just go. And it's like it's quick enough to where you can't get your feet kicked loose, and uh, yeah, and, and it's happened on both sides. And my ankles are just like just mangled them, you know. Like uh, I was riding a big horse at the time; is like he was about twelve fifty, something like that. I mean, he's he's a big dude, yeah. and uh, oof, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that collagen helps. It, it seems like my my ankles don't hurt quite so bad at, you know, on those cold mornings, so. Anyway, when I, I broke my ankle, I actually, the rodeo before, um, my, the guy that was heading my horse out didn't head the horse out. And so he came out kind of backwards and then back in the chute. Anyway, mm. flipped around. So my left, my left ankle actually got stuck in the chute gate and it ripped oh. me off the horse tore all the all the ligaments there's four ligaments in your ankle tore all of them i didn't know mm. that i thought i just sprained it real bad so i'm limping around and go to this rodeo the next day and it was kind of 50 percent better i'm like oh i'll be okay Taped could it up you and... turn your foot all the way around because that'd be kind of cool <laughs> i don't know i don't know the video doesn't show that but yeah and then i so you didn't I try it though i mean day, it couldn't have hurt that bad yeah, it just it just <laughs> buckled and snapped every time I tried to walk on it. And I was oh. like, oh, I just sprained it. No, it's it's flopping around. But I got on the next day and um, halfway through that ride, it shot a pain pain shoot like up my leg, and it mm -hmm. did that to my hand. Like, oh I, yeah. You know what like I mean? Like you it got, just, uh, like, like you got tased or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so yeah, I know I what you mean. Let go of my bronchrein and came off. And so uh, trying to how avoid high did my you go? Left, huh? How high did you go? Uh, I was pretty. I was pretty high up in the air. I and bet. So, like, I bet then, if you just if you just let it was, go, it was right. Yeah, it was. When he came down, that's when it shot up my leg, and so when when that horse was coming up. <laughs> I came. I came out. Did you so helicopter mid, at all? <laughs> no. Oh, so mid, dang it! Mid air, I was trying to avoid my landing on my left side, so I landed on my right side. But my ankle was turned, turned in, and I landed on my ankle first and snapped it. So oh. I couldn't walk for about three months. <laughs> I yeah, I bet so. <laughs> so oh. I was in a wheelchair for oh, three that, months because of that. Oh, that just sent a pain up my side thinking about yeah. that oh, oh that's so that, that's that rough. was the first bone i ever broke was my ankle oh i've so never actually it, snapped I... a bone i've been really, really lucky i'm i'm gonna 
knock on wood. I like I I've uh, I've had like the spider web fractures, you know, like where where it like breaks on the inside, but never actually like the bone never actually snaps. Uh, oh, yeah. But I've like both of my wrists, like they, you know, you can see like it's like I, spider web or like compression mm-hmm. fracture, whatever they call that, where it doesn't actually break to the outside. But I've had that on both yeah. my wrists and. uh yeah, there for a while, like when it would get cold and windy, my like I just have to shake my hands because because my wrists would just get to to hurting so bad. That's what my my ankle was a non displaced fracture. It was just kind of cracked, never yeah. broke off. And then Ugh. my collarbone actually wasn't broke; uh, it was bent like that <laughs> at oh, a point. Yeah, so it was actually sticking out of my. It never broke skin, but it was stuck out like an inch. So it kind of looked like a hunchback, I guess, but on the front. Did, did you uh, did you kiss it goodnight? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so every time I turned my neck, it would touch it. So the my surgeon actually broke it to fix it. <laughs> see, so that's I, what you should have done and see if like if there's any, any, any young fella that, that was kind of, you know, sniffing up your way. You could just been like, la, la, la. And if he yeah, if he didn't was, puke, I could get if he a hold, didn't puke, I could get a hold of it and move it around. It was gross. Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, I bet. <laughs> and then my arm is the one I actually snapped in half. So I kind of I've had three different breaks, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, for four hundred buck bucking horses, that ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I want to I want to double those numbers quite a bit. So. A long way yeah. to go. Well, yeah, for sure. But I mean, that's that's a pretty good career uh, already. I mean, I, I, that's not mm-hmm. a bad start, huh? Yeah, I feel like I wasted a lot of time, but now I'm playing catch up. But yeah, it's crazy to think it's been eight years of this. Yeah. So, and you just turned 30. So 2022 is when you started, huh? Yeah, or 21. 21 or something like that. That's cool. Um, is there is there anyone else in the like the Lady Ranch Bronc world that it has? Uh, it's kind of got like. Is there are there are there other Brittany Brittany Millers out there? Because um, you're you're kind of the only one I level? I know of. Well, you're you're kind of the only one that I know of, anyways. But like, I I haven't paid much attention, I guess. Yeah, there there's quite a few women that ride consistently competitively um they kind of the ones that i know of stay with uh, an association that they're in right now um but as far as women that compete in the open like against the guys um as much as me i don't know of any like there there is kind of now but not not really not really <laughs> Or at least hmm. I don't know. At least I don't know him, and I feel like I'm kind of a creeper. And so anytime I see a girl on Facebook or any kind of social media that has been on a ranch bronc, I get to creep it on him. And so I feel well, like I would at, know. At six foot tall, you might actually be a creeper. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I straight tell him that I 
Yeah, I'll tell any of the girls to their face. So, yeah, I creep on you. I know who you are. <laughs> you ride, you ride <laughs> Ranch Bronx. I know who you are. <laughs> I ride so, better than you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm slightly jealous and competitive that way, but I do creep on every girl that has ever been on a Ranch Bronx. I know, I know them. I won't go nice. so far as to say I write them down in a book, but I could. But be she that definitely person. does. I could be. It's, it's it's there. I just haven't done it. She will though. Don't worry. I mean, I have She's a gonna I have a, a book. For, I have a book of Bronx that I've been on, but oh yeah, for women. Is it like one of those uh, little red ranch books? No, it's just a just a Walmart notebook that I've had for years that I oh, write down. Come on, we we, we on. gotta come on. You, you gotta you gotta go with like a stack of red ranch books. Every that, year. Yeah, that would have been that would have been good, but no. I mean, well, women, what a, what do you know? I mean, I, I could go rewrite ex- it. it. Might take me a while. Uh yeah, but you, then you gotta go find like back red books, you know, because you gotta you gotta write mm-hmm. it per year, and the, they only get one a year, and yeah, it's a whole it's a whole process. So yeah, I, I'm I'm sure you're fine. I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, like, when when you when you go ride these these open ranch broncs, like, are you winning consistently or? No, <laughs> <laughs> because like I said, when I when I started, I entered every damn thing I could find, and um, I've been trying lately. I've been trying to play it smart and try to enter the lower medium caliber horses at these open rodeos that I know I can cover where I'm at now until I am riding consistently enough where it'll still even now build my confidence and then I'll go get on a high caliber horse and then I'll back off, go get on a medium one. So I'm trying to go a different route because the last five, six years I would enter all these open rodeos and then just get my ass kicked all the time. So Mm. consistently I was getting bucked off. Yes. But every now and then I would cover one, but as far as I need to step back and start doing it properly again, and then the results will show and then I can start doing that. But I don't really, uh, don't really think things through. I kind of do it the tough, gritty, dumb way. Cowboy shit, right? Yeah. All right. Well, here, here's a question for you. Has anybody's wife, came at you because you beat their husband in the ranch bronc. No. <laughs> oh. As far as well, I know. No, 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 time... no. She's like, you beat my husband, you dirty bitch. No, that, that no. I, I would pay usually to see that, by the talk, way. Usually people don't talk to me. So really? the only time that's ever something similar to that has happened is when um, I got off on the pickup man, but uh, I kind of jumped it was it was pretty far away and so mm-hmm. um i accidentally got a hold <laughs> oh yeah and, yeah you yeah did a so, did a little check there yeah and so the wife come up to me after the rodeo and chewed my ass about being careful where i grab next time <laughs> so that's did you the slap only her time, around that's what i would have done that's the only time that's ever happened I, I looked at her like i 
that obviously was not the first thing on my mind. I was literally just trying to save my ass and get off the, the I, I didn't horse. reach I across the arena to grab your, your husband's I was dick. Sorry. And I wanted off the damn thing. I didn't care <laughs> who I grabbed. I could have grabbed the dick happened head. to be there. Not my fault. Yeah. So that's the only time that's ever happened. And that was just once. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I, I, I could, I could see some of these, uh, these uh ranch bronc uh wives that 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 might get a little little really? perturbed if eh, yeah maybe i can see it yeah i, I mean I if, if I you if you had told me that that you had gotten to a fight i would not have been surprised no never been in a fight <laughs> well all right well like i said usually people don't so talk much for the good go stories daylight like, burners don't look at Brittany. don't talk to Brittany. <laughs> ah. usually do my own thing. Nah, you'll be all right. Um, well, and when you're six foot tall, you know, you'd be like, shut up, little yeah, lady, get out of here. Intimidating to <laughs> most people. <laughs> that and I'm I'm too socially awkward to go change that perspective anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, you know that that's one thing is uh, like people who are are particularly good at one, one event. And I'd say like, you're pretty good at, at, at riding the ranch bronc. Um, yeah, they tend to be a little bit socially awkward too. Cause like they focus everything on that one deal. And then like, ah, I don't know how to do <laughs> That's this. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't um, know how to do anything. Else. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. It was no different than talking. I don't know how to talk unless it's about rodeo. <laughs> I, well, we we've gone for fifty nine minutes. We've done pretty good, so you're yeah, you're, you're all right. You're yeah, all right. Yeah. See, the time <laughs> flies when I talk about rodeo, but uh, it's, it's all right. Small talk oh, well, or anything else, it's it's like four seconds went by. There you go. Well, have you had a good time? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, that that's all. I'm. That's I I I hope that you've had had fun. <laughs> like that. I. It is not a waste of your time. No, it's not. All right. Well, that's good. Um, you got about twenty minutes left in you. Yeah, probably. Okay. All right. We'll uh we'll end this for the main session. Um, and then we'll uh, uh, I, I guess I got a few questions for you, and we'll do that on the Patreon side of things. So um, uh, I'll pull us back off the screen. Uh, do the do my theme song, and then I gotta go. Gotta go to take a leak, and then uh, we'll. When we're back on the screen, we'll be back again. So, um, anyway, oh, anything you want people to know about what you got going on and where they can find it? Uh, I made a Facebook page for for the schools that I've been teaching. If anyone is interested in signing up, I'll post on that pretty regularly as I finalize details. But it's called uh, Western Women's Ranch Bronc, and it's primarily just teaching schools. I'm not an association. I'm flattered that people think that, but I'm not an association. Not yet. Anyway, M maybe 10 years down the road, but. Awesome. All right. So Western, what, what's it called Ranch again? Bronc. Western women's ranch Bronc. Uh, go find it. Brittany Miller. This has been a fun conversation. We'll, we'll see you back here in about two minutes. And, uh, you guys want to hear, hear some more, uh, Bronx stomping stories, uh, sign up at patreon.com slash burning daylight. Brittany, it's been fun. Thank you for joining us. And, uh, 
Move your ass. We're burning daylight. You're a hundred pounds. You're on your slums. You're a hundred pounds and you're wrong busting You're a hundred pounds. You're on your slums. You're wrong filthy Montana peak tight. Hundred pounds in your bronc busting 